Dorks, Dorkims, Dorkers, Dorkets. I hope you all are enjoying your fucking Monday. This is a an around the point extra. See, I was gonna do Steve's Kitchen, but you know what? I feel like you know, you know, just around the point extra, just be fine for today. But we are here live. We're gonna break down everything that was WWE Extreme Rules and then a little bit more. A little bit more here. But what is going on, everybody? What's up, gang? I hope all of you are enjoying yourselves, whether you're at lunch. I know it's Columbus Day, so a lot of the kids are not in school. But it is what it is. What is going on? I am Steve. I am that Peruvian fight TV extraordinaire, and I am not alone. I'm here joined by the good brother all the way in Detroit. The pride of Detroit. The one, the only, Big Mike. Big Mike, what's going on, man? How you been? Not much, man. Uh... A little tired, you know, just woke up an hour ago. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, look at you. Look at yeah, you. Just woke up an hour ago, so just a little tired, but happy to talk some Extreme Rules today. Happy to talk some Extreme Rules. Uh, yeah. Did you have breakfast at least or no, brunch? I didn't. No. no. Oh, man. Oh, no, man. Ah, oh, how you coming, bro? How's you coming? <laughs> Oh, man. Did, didn't get a chance to eat yet, but I'll be fine. The breakfast of champions, man. Breakfast of champions. Yeah. You know, tuna yeah. fish, some, some egg whites, Red Bull. Yeah. I... <laughs> Not that I do that. I mean, I had, see, I had leftover chicken. Yeah. So my mom brought like rotisserie chicken before mm-hmm. she went to Mexico for a trip, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she comes back today in a couple hours. So I got to literally, once this is done, I got to. Get this place back in shape, um, <laughs> literally. So she had we had like leftover rotisserie chicken. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? What do I do with this? I make pan con pollo. It's basically chicken chicken salad. Chicken salad, okay. So I just for I carve with the fork the chicken right. Dice up some onions, um, some guac. No bread, no bread whatsoever. You know. Got to keep it, you know. I I said this yesterday, like, yo, my next cheat meal will be on Thanksgiving. Okay. So that is the plan, you know. Yeah. After all, after all, you know, I am four and one. You know, the New York Giants are four and one, man. Okay. All right. I don't. I don't care about football. I don't want to talk about football. <laughs> until next. <laughs> until April. Until April. No, I just don't want to talk about football. I'm good. I'm good on the football talk. Could be worse, man. Could be a Mets fan right now. No, we're talking about football. I don't want to talk about football. 
Hey man, could be a Met, you could be a Mets fan right now. I'm just saying. But you know, it's Monday finally. Extreme Rule has been two days behind, and if you have questions for us, feel free to drop them in the chat. We'll gladly read your question. Um, it'll have fun stuff. The people in the chat are already kicking in. We have Chief, a uh, longtime listener. Happy Monday! I'm spending my lunch uh, with you today. Right, awesome, happy bro. Lunch. Happy, happy lunch. Hope you have a nutritious lunch as well. Exactly. You know, a chicken wrap. You know, uh, maybe some, maybe on a spinach wrap. You know, uh, we'll see. Again, who knows? Uh, sup, sup, Safet. How are you? Sup, Safet. Chief, right here. Us Philly fans celebrating the sloppy five and zero. Like I said, I don't want to talk about football. I'm okay. <laughs> hey, man. No more football talk. At least you didn't get, you know, at least you were the Dolphins last night, you know. Oh, shit. They I'm scored. a Lions fan, dude. It's uh, different. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, at least they score something, right? At least they score something. <laughs> off of the football talk. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Off the football talk. Off the, I promise. No more football talk going forward. All right. Until next Sunday. Until next Sunday. But anyway, um, Extreme Rules is the thing of the past now, and uh, we move forward. I know tonight is the season premiere of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, season premiere. The old season, uh, what, 29, almost the 30th season. You know, I, I, mean, I always envision season premieres. I would, I would always envision it after WrestleMania. Right, but I guess they probably do it every, what, every anniversary. Yeah. That's a so, season man. premiere. I, I wonder if that's. I guess. I, I guess. Kind of weird, know. right? Kind of weird. Yeah. Like, so fucking weird. But anyway, guys. Again, if you are new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button down below. Give this stream a big old thumbs up. Share it through social media. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Heel Steven. You can follow Big Mike on Twitter at Detroit Gamer three one three. And if you want to, again, ask us your questions in the chat, or if you want to send us a super chat. We do have the link in our description uh, to the stream lab where you can send in your super chat, basically our super chat, until I can get this shit monetized eventually. Um, but, Mike, your overall thoughts on Extreme Rule. Now, it's 48, and I'm sure you've been asked this question so many times already. Yes, I have. You know... And I know the answer may not change, but if you can put it into different words, if you will, Mike, uh, what was your overall take on on WWE Extreme Rules? I'll leave, I'll uh, leave you the platform. All right. I thought Extreme Rules was a watchable show. Um, it had its good and bad moments. Um, I wouldn't stretch to say that it was the worst out of the three uh, Triple H produced shows. But I thought it was maybe in second. It was second, second place second of the place? Uh, Triple H produced shows. Um, we had some. We had a great ending. Uh, a good and ending match in the middle was okay. You know, it was there. But uh, we'll get more into depth when we go match by match. We will. We will. Uh, let me get you out of here. Here we go. Uh, for me, I thought. It was a good show. Yeah. You know, if I'm to, I know people will put triple, I know people will put SummerSlam as part of the Triple H regime, but I don't really count that. Yeah. 
as part of the Triple H regime, it was more of Vince's last, you know, part before yeah, he. Yeah, you know, that was his built show before exactly. the abrupt retirement. But don't get me wrong; it's like you know he stepped he stepped in and did, just added some different elements to it, um, put some different you know seasonings and you know to it, you know, but to salvage it to save it at least. But I, I consider Triple H's two shows to be so far Clash at the Castle and Survivors. My bad, Extreme Rules. Um, I thought it was good. Um, the first match was amazing. Mm-hmm. The middle was eh. Yeah. But that ending. Yeah, that ending. And then, and then Bray Wyatt showing All up, right. and everyone lost their fucking minds. Everyone just went insane. But I'll, 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 like, if I have this in order right now, I know it's kind of crazy, just two shows. You know, I, I guess if you're to ask this by the time we hit this, by the time we hit the December, I will rank it right now so far Clash of the Castle, and then it's Extreme Rules. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you know, too. but again, we'll tackle this again. We're going to rank these Triple H regime pay per views by the time we hit December. We'll rank them and what have you. Even though it's kind of, it'd be kind of a small list. It'd be yeah. a small list, right? But, we're going to give it a go. We're going to give that a go by the time we hit December. But right now, it's still October 10th, 10-10, 2022. Yeah. Happy 12-year anniversary to Impact Wrestling's 10-10-10. <laughs> I remember like yesterday. Also, before we go any further, uh, I think I have to do this because I know he's watching. I know the man's watching right now. But I want to take this time to wish a happy birthday. I think it's the 40th birthday. 40th, to the birthday. One, 40th birthday to the one, the only, the great Tony Khan. Don't party too hard. Don't party too hard, my man. I hope, you, uh, uh, Big Mike, uh, you did call the candy store, right? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, you got to, you got to miss favorite candy, Jolly Ranchers. Still don't know what you're talking he about. He said specifically he liked the cherry flavor and the green apple flavor. Those are, those are his go to. Everyone knows that already. I Everyone have no knows. idea what you're talking about. You don't like Jolly Ranchers? I love Jolly Ranchers. I do like the cherry and blue raspberry and the grape. Nah, nah, bro. If you get the cherry flavor and put it in spray, it's over. <laughs> I mean, you can also put something else in spray with Jolly Ranchers. Nah, 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 nah. Listen, 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 <laughs> listen, 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 listen. I'm just saying, okay? But you're a step that- away from being a rapper. <laughs> yeah, Moolah, baby. <laughs> Up in the studio, meet my drink. Meet my drink. That was a good time from Little Wayne. I, I missed that Little Wayne. But I that's Carter a, 3, Little Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Carter 3 was probably his best album. Yeah. You know, but that's besides the point. Uh, that's, you know, that's around the point. But uh, I'll tell you guys what. Give, tell us what match you like from Extreme Rules and what match you didn't like. You know? Yeah, how about that? Tell us what match you liked from Extreme Rules and what match you didn't like. You know, this is this a little discussion here, a little, a little discussion. But, yeah, I do want to make sure. Is Tony Khan really 40 years old, dude? That's yeah, crazy. he's 40 years old. He's 40 Him years and the old. Solomon are the same age, yeah? Um, damn him and him and him and him and Solomon are the same age. Holy shit! Yeah, he, he's forty years old. Holy crap, forty fucking years old. I know even for him, like wished him a happy birthday today on Twitter, which is funny as all hell. 
Yeah. Happy birthday to Tony Khan. So there you go. Um, so reading the comments here, uh, sub Steve and Mike from Eric Clark, uh, frantic world. What's up? Big Steve, big Mike in chat. I'm a huge Bray fan. I'm glad he's back. I thought TK was in his mid thirties. I like the no. first match. He's still young though. He's still, still young, young bro. Like homie, I'm 32. I, I still get like confused. Like, Oh, are you like 22, 23? Like, no, nah, bro. I'm 32. Yeah. 27 years old. Be 28 yeah. next year. Okay, okay. So well, let's get into this. Let's let's get this this let's uh you know enough of the nilly willy uh chatting here. I think it's time that we get down to business here, all right? Extreme rules review without further ado. Let's fucking go. So there was no kickoff match. There was no, no. kickoff match. Uh we had on commentary the return of Corey Graves and Michael Cole. Um did the two man booth. Two-man booth is back, yeah. We're going back to the two-man booth, especially tonight on Raw. You're going to have uh, Vic Patrick and Corey Graves on NXT. You're going to have um, uh, Booker. Kevin Patrick. Kevin Patrick. I'm sorry. Kevin Patrick and, <laughs> and, and Corey Graves on Monday Night Raw. Tomorrow, NXT, you're going to have uh, Vic Joseph and and Booker T. And then who's, a, who's, who's just a placeholder until... Uh, we'll, 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 we'll get to there. We'll get to yeah. there. We'll, we'll get to there. Um, on a SmackDown, look, like you saw this past Friday, it was Wade Barrett and Michael Cole, as of course, like you just alluded, to, like you're just alluding to right now. Wade Barrett is just filling in, keeping the seat warm until Pat McAfee makes his return from college football. Right. So there's that. You know what? I, I'm. I'm okay with change. I thought on Friday he did a good job, but it's beside the point here, okay? So the first match on the show was the, and I have it here, uh, the six-man tag between um, the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium in the uh, good old-fashioned uh, Donnybrook match. This was fucking amazing, Mike. Everything about this. Um, and you know what? You needed to kick off the show with this match. You just needed to. To get the crowd jumping, to get everyone excited, and they literally went out there and beat the holy fuck out of each other. All three guys here, all three guys. I think Big Mike froze. You there, Mike? I'm back. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Having a little your camp uh, internet issues. It's fine. It's fine. It is what it is. No one's perfect. Yeah, I'm having a little internet issues. I'm freezing every two seconds. So. It happens. But Mike, what was your overall t- overall take on the first match? Like you're freezing up again, Mike. Big Mike. My overall. Mike, I can't hear you, bro. I tell you what, come back in. Come back in, Big Mike. Come back in. All right. And I'll ask you and all that stuff. But right now, Mike's cam is frozen. So, hold up. Mike, you back? No, he's not. Uh, I'm reading the chat here. That first match was a banger. Couldn't agree more, Eric Clark. Didn't like the Ronda match. It's fine. And, you know, again, I know they had a match. I know Sheamus and Guther had a match on, on Friday for the Intercontinental title. 
I know everyone uh, were losing it because from what it looked like on Friday, Gunther did tap out, even though he kind of didn't, but it's like he did. I know uh, Ludwig Kaiser on Twitter went on and he basically explained the rules. Uh, it's only a tap out if you hit the canvas three times and Gunther didn't hit the canvas three times. So with that, you know, going into this match, again, everyone just went in there and just beat the fuck out of each other. Um, but when it was all said and done, Sheamus and the Brawling Bruce got the win. They got the win. And what this does, it makes me, you know, down the road, uh, see them running back. And Big Mike, you're back. All right. Yeah. Let me so uh, Mike, let me talk about the, <laughs> the old-fashioned Donnie Brook. Yes. It was a good match. I mean, we all knew that Gunther and, and, and Sheamus can beat the crap out of each other. Um, but, you know, you add everybody else into the mix, and they can do the same thing as well. So it's just like watching it six times is over. Uh, the use of the shillelagh was uh, overdosed in this match, which was good. Uh, they have bar stools. Uh, like old, like pub stools. I don't even think you call them bar stools. You call them pub stools or whatever. Uh, pub pub tables and all that type of stuff. Um, really, really good match. Really, really hard hitting match. Um, uh, no, no, no trickery. No, none of that. Like smack, like SmackDown was. You know, nobody falsified a, a, a tap out. Well, it to was, be fair, was, Mike, I, I did say this while you were gone. Ludwig Kaiser on Twitter addressed the whole thing okay uh the rules is it's considered a submission when you hit the canvas three times when you tap out three times on the canvas oh okay that's when it's really considered a is that in the wwe rule book is that is that well they never explained it they never really explained it if, if you will yeah but that is the that is what they're saying. That is the rules of the whole situation. I mean, going on his Twitter, um, trying to find this, what he, if, you know, uh, not only is there, so this is the tweet that he wrote, okay, regarding the tap and all that stuff. I, I got the tweet right here, okay? Mm-hmm. And quote, not only is it our responsibility to restore honor to our, for our, of our sport, but mm-hmm. it's, but also to educate fans and sports entertainers about our sport. Three time taps equals submission. Still your rightful intercontinental champion, Gunther. Okay. So there you go. And I'm watching it. He only tapped out twice. I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, if you got a good explanation, I guess we can't talk about it now. I ain't going to lie. The name Gunther grew on me. I like it. And I kind of knew, like, yo, it's going to grow on people. Don't get me wrong. I would love for him to go back and be Walter again. But I'm I'm, going to be that guy. Gunther's transformation suits Gunther. Yeah. The whole Gunther persona. I know it's the same shit. I get it. It's the same person, right? Just a different name. But when I think Walter, I think of the Walter from NXT UK, the, the Walter that was chopping the shit out of everybody on the independent scene. That was Walter. That right. was the Walter chapter of his life. Right. 
Of They're literally early... two different people, two different sizes, two different work ethics. And not for nothing, dude, as someone who's trying to lose weight myself, Walter Gunther motivates you to right. step it up in the gym. Right. You 100%. know? Yeah. If you tap out two times in the UFC, you lose the fight. Well, if you start tapping in general in the UFC, it's different from combat yeah. sports and WWE. Pro wrestling in yeah. general is different. Yeah. But two they won't tell rules, you. Two but different they spectacles. Won't, they won't tell you that. They make you in the UF, in MMA, if you're fighting at a certain weight, you have to make, reach that certain weight between eight weeks or even if the fight's on short notice. Right. You know, so there's that also. We need to also factor that in, but not for nothing, Mike. This they this makes me want to see them run it back. Because I'm not because mis- yeah. if I'm not mistaken, Sheamus pinned Gunther, right? Yep, he did. He pinned Gunther. So now we're gonna get a third match. Yeah, like I said before, I'm down to see it again. I just don't want to see it right away. If there was ever a time to hold back, you know, what have you, WrestleMania. That's true, but we got a lot of, you know, pay-per-views in between. And I know. I know. In between. And, 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 you know, I'm glad that they got them to, to do this feud. But, you know, we, we all would like to see them fight at WrestleMania. Yes. And that's where Sheamus gets his moment. Can you think about it, too? Sheamus has a new lease on life right now, bro, in his career. Yeah. Sheamus right now is literally the most over he's ever been. Right. And the guy's been at it for, what, almost 12-plus years now and shit? Yeah, it's been a while. I remember when he was a rookie. Exactly. It wasn't in 09. He won the title and all that stuff. And... uh. I even remember when he was a security guard on the segment. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. I remember he, was, he stuck out like a sore thumb. I was like, dude, this dude's pale and got the reddest of red hair. And then before you know it, he was on WWE television yeah. as a performer. So there was that, man. So let's see where they go with all this. Let's see what happens. But again, yeah. I thought overall it was a good way to kick off the show. Good way to kick yeah. off the show. The crowd was excited. It's in Philadelphia, of course. I did like also the introduction, the, the video package at the beginning of the show. Um, they had a kid at a spelling bee trying to spell the word extreme and the word of origin and, and the ascent. And it was Paul Heyman doing the narration too. I loved it. I fucking loved it. Yeah. Um, from there, we go on to Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan. For the SmackDown Women's title. Jeez. Yeah, man. Uh, that Jeez. match, bro. That match for my eyes, dude. Oh! Oh, that hurt. Oh, that hurt big time. Yeah. It literally hurt big time for me. Dude, you could... Uh, you can go back to our watch-along and like two to five minutes in, I'm like... Yo, this ain't it. <laughs> Bro, me too. This ain't it. Like, this you know, ain't it, it. It's safe to say that the Liv Morgan experiment is over. Is is done. 
it's it's over. It's it's a it's a bust. Yeah. And I and I like Liv Morgan. I like Liv too, but this this wasn't it this at wasn't all. It. This, this was, was bad. Not it. Uh, they tried. They tried and tried. Just you know. Uh, well, only thing that kind of irks me about this is that it, that it's not the right woman to take the belt off Liv Morgan. It, yeah, I I agree. I I sort of like agree with SP3 on the on the uh, stream last night, where he said Ronda was a little bit more professional than Liv Morgan. Of course, because she's that, been in the situation before. Yeah. She was the pro. She she was pretty much acting like the pro, and Liv wasn't at all. Yes, there was some spots in there, especially that finish. Her smiling while losing the title. I would like to be a fly on the room to to see her walk backstage to see how everybody reacted to that. Well, it's funny you say that because I'm reading a comment from Safet. Um, he writes here, by the way, Liv Morgan and Seth Rollins black out their Twitter and IG accounts. I mean, that's fine. I mean, I I think it's part of the story, though. It, it, it's part of the story. What do you mean story. by blacked out? What do you mean? They... Okay, so I'll give you this instance, okay? Imagine you lose a fight, uh-huh. right? But you lose, and after all the shit you were talking. For instance, right? Yeah, yeah. You'll go quiet for a minute, right? You'll let this shit, you know, let let the storm cool off. Oh, okay. Open up the window, you know, everything okay? Can I come out now? And you know, like nothing ever happened. Yeah. I'm under that impression. I, I'm under the impression that's what this is right now for both Rollins and Liv Morgan. That's just me, of course. I could be wrong. I mean, it's part of, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it could be something different, but we're just going to think that it's a part of the storyline because yes. Rollins did go overboard and uh, Liv Morgan did go overboard too. Yes. In they their did. promos. Exactly. More so Especially. Seth, but. Yes. Bitch. <laughs> they left your bitch ass. <laughs> left your bitch ass, huh? And all that shit. But, uh, um, yeah, man. The less we talk about Liv Morgan as champion, the better. Yeah. Listen, I'm happy she had her moment. That can never be taken away from her. Never. But it's done. You move on. That's it. We're done with it. You know? Yep. Thank God. Thank goodness. It's over. Sadly, <laughs> the wrong woman won the title. Yeah. In my opinion. But, I mean, if this is a way to just, uh, you know... Now, if, do I expect on Friday? Yeah, I expect it, but we'll probably get it tonight, though. Uh, what is going on, World of Sports? Uh, uh, World of Sport Battlegrounds. What's going on, brother? What's up? Was was good, y'all? Salute, salute, my man. Uh, Will writes here. Love smi- live smiling is a storyline thing because the report is she's going to have a darker, crazy side. Hello, AJ Lee. Oh, okay. Crazy chicks. I dig them. Uh, I mean, it all depends. I mean, she could pull it off. Yeah, she could. She could pull it off. She could pull it off, but I don't know. I got to see it. I got to see it first. Facts. 
So we move on from that. We get Karrion Cross versus uh, Drew McIntyre in a strap match, a match that, you know, it's just two big guys going at it in a no disqualification match. Every match, by the way, was a stipulation, right? Extreme rules. It should right? be. It should be. Mind you, live in Ronda had an extreme rules match. Right. Okay. Um, here in the strap match, though, they were fighting on the outside for a hot minute. Yeah. And then they got in the ring, and that's what you got. Yeah. Again. With the outside action being better than the rest of the match. Yes. <laughs> yes. I thought the stuff outside was great. Awesome. They're brawling in the crowd. And then got in the ring. And you know what I think it is, too? I think the stipulation kind of handicapped both guys here. Uh, because, yes, even he, in defeat, even in Drew losing, he didn't get pinned. Well, yeah, he did get pinned. Fuck, he did, right? He didn't yeah, get pinned. Yeah, he did. I forgot. I, I forgot. But him. he got pinned by, by getting Inter- maced. Yeah, getting he, got, maced. He, he got pepper, pepper sprayed by Scarlett. Yes, he did. And she looked beautiful. She looked oh, yeah. Mm. She She's a smoke show for a reason. Maron, maron, you know what I mean? Uh, so there was that. I love the entrance, by the way. That yeah. entrance, right? Yeah, the entrance was good too. Yeah. She's singing like, oh, and then out of nowhere, he pops up like, right? Yeah. I just think the stipulation kind of handicapped both guys here. In a way, uh, I really do feel like if they had run it back in a regular match, it's probably it'll probably be much better than what you got at Extreme Rules. I but think this, think, I think, think this program will continue though. Go on, Mike. I'm yeah, sorry. You would think you would think that you know with this stipulation, it would be a little bit more brutal because if you look at strap matches over the years, I mean they're one of the most, most brutal matches. And whatever happened to this, the thing, because back in the day, like in the 90s and even before then, you had to touch all four turnbuckles to win the match. I like that stipulation. It, it gives more suspense in the match. Yeah. It's like, oh, he touched three. He touched three uh, turnbuckles. All he need is one and he get his butt kicked, you know? Yeah. Even more. I wonder why they went away from that uh that stipulation or that uh match type. I I guess so. Uh, reading the comments here, that was uh, reading the comments here. By the way, uh, yeah, outside action was way better. Yeah, executed perfectly. Stone Cold versus Savio, the Caribbean strap match. Yeah, yeah, it was a strap match. Yeah, exactly. That's one of the better ones. Huh? And if for not, and not for nothing too, but you know what? Also, Karrion Cross needed to win. It was his first big his first big match on the main roster. Um, he needed that win. And I think yeah. Drew being the professional did you know did the honors and putting him over, but uh I just think again the match could have been way much better. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And now they're gonna hopefully run it back on SmackDown. We'll see what happens, you know. Yeah. So from there we move on. We move on and we go on to the ladder match. For the Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Rest in peace, damage control. Yeah. Rest in peace. It's they never done. had a chance. They yeah. killed Bailey. They killed her. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear no other argument. Nope. They killed Bailey. They yeah. buried her. You think Bailey would benefit from her going back to her first gimmick? 
like starting to care. I would like to see the change from like the role model to to her transforming back into that hugger. Yeah. Like she takes all like a big bump or something and then she is in between both characters and then she makes that turn. It's like in um it's like in Dragon Ball almost. I never seen Dragon Ball, so oh, I can't fuck. compare. Oh fuck, yo. If you guys watch Dragon Ball, you probably would get the reference, yo. Um, I'll get there. I'll get there. I'm still in the Yu-Gi-Oh, but I'll get there. Well, this is, you know, I'm trying to find. The, yeah. Um. Wow. Uh, what are you looking up? Launch. Uh, that was the girl's name. Launch. So she was this girl in Dragon Ball. Right, uh-huh. nice, sweet, innocent girl. Right, yeah. wouldn't hurt a fly, but when she sneezed, she becomes this like dark, you know, crazy lunatic chick. Oh, until she sneezed again. That just, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, no. I think the whole hugger Bailey. That's that ship. That that's old news. That ship is sailed. The ship to me is sailed. I mean, you could do a story. I mean, if this was TNA, they probably would do something like that. I'm sorry, Impact Wrestling. They would do some shit like that. But why? That's one of her iconic gimmicks. I mean, this gimmick, the role model gimmick, before she, uh, what she tore ACL or something like that, before she did that, was uh, becoming good on television too. She was cutting good promos. Her and Michael Cole dynamic was hilarious. You know? Yeah, she got hurt. Yeah, she got hurt. But yeah, I mean, this match they did Bailey no favors at all, man. Yeah, I literally thought Bailey was gonna win. Yeah, I don't. I, and listen, you know, EO and EO and Dakota Kai are the the women's tag team champions right now in WWE. Yeah, they're if not really, just gonna go away. Yeah, they're not. If you really wanted to, like, you know. Solidify this whole shit, like yo, give it to the give Bailey the Raw Women's title to yeah. make this group look like a fucking big deal. Yeah. No. And, they, and mind you, there was a shitload of interference. Damage control came out, and uh, they uh, they. I don't. I, I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember Alexa or 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 uh, Oscar coming out to make the save, or but uh. No, if I remember correctly, if I remember correctly here, <laughs> it just hit me now. Again, I remember now. Bianca hit a double KOD on both uh on both Dakota Kai and EO Sky. And that was it. That was it. That was it. Yeah. Hence why SP3 called her the black John Cena of the women's division. Because <laughs> yep. that's something that John Cena would do. <laughs> would do a double AA and win the match. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, there's really no momentum or there is no interest in damage control right now. No one cares. The women's division in general in WWE. Well, on the SmackDown side, I think it's much better. Yeah, who's on SmackDown? Who's who's the women on SmackDown? Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Real soon, Charlotte Flair. Uh, You think think Charlotte uh, will be on SmackDown? I think she has to be. I mean, it's, that's if the network. Well, what's what the network wants, you know? Who else is on there? 
Uh, depending when she comes out, or she go? Oh, well, you have Shotzi Black, you have Shotzi, you have. Um, oh, she's got her tank back, so yeah, she got her. You, you got back. Raquel Rodriguez. You got the Liv Morgan in this whole dark thing. Potentially Sasha Banks and Naomi once they make the return. So if they if hypothetically if they come back, I will put Charlotte on Raw just to even it out because Sasha is big on her own. But the thing is, on Raw though, you have you have you have you have Bailey and you have Becky Lynch. Yeah, but Becky is not going to come back anytime soon. From what I'm hearing, she she was backstage. It looks like she'll be coming back soon. Okay, well that's good. So, so if you got also... ba- if you got Becky, Bailey, Bianca, uh, EO, Dakota, that's a decent that's a decent women's you know name, what? but they're I, tag I, team. I, I, I take that back. I take it back. I think Raw yeah, that's what I'm saying. Raw, Raw has yeah, the Raw has the better women Raw, roster. Yes, SmackDown doesn't. Yeah, SmackDown just has the JV squad with some names that okay can go that can you know. Yeah, they got more of the people that you know need need more. Like you said, yeah, JV. Yeah, they're good, but they're they're not. SmackDown elite. got B-Fab. SmackDown got B-Fab though, Mike. <laughs> B-Fab's cool. Just don't want to but, see wrestling. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I get, I get what you mean. But like we've been repeating, repeating, repeating here. They did damage control, no no favors. They buried Bailey. I don't want to hear it. Don't let any other one, don't let any other show confuse you. Nope. They did Bailey no favors whatsoever. Yeah, Bailey. Yeah. LOL Bianca wins. Right. <laughs> Literally, LOL Bianca wins. Yeah. And listen, I don't hate Bianca Belair. I love Bianca Belair. I love Bianca too. It's just she's a... Uh... She's not on a just, roll. Not just as a performer, but also her beautiness as a woman. Yeah. She she's on a roll. She's being represented right. She's representing a lot of the if you look at even how she comes out, everybody gets hyped when she comes out. So I understand why they would keep the belt on her. And not for nothing, I would let her deadlift me. <laughs> would you let her deadlift you? She probably yeah, just, she could, yeah. Or maybe probably, squat. She probably she squat. Probably squat. Me. You probably squat me, hey, squat me, <laughs> if you will. Uh, but let's move on. Let, let, let's move on here, okay? Let, let's move on. I don't want to be stuck on this match all day. It looks like we kind of are here. Um, yeah. We had a Finn Balor versus Edge in an I Quit match. I thought the first half of this match just felt very standard. Yeah. And then, then the other part of the match. Yeah, they hit a new gear. I mean, it didn't make sense on an initial watch, but that was probably the better half of the match. Finn Balor came out to a Kanye West-inspired mask. They got everyone talking on social media. Yeah. Understandably so, considering what's going on in the news, which we're not going to get into. Okay. Um, As I look at my Yeezys right now, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, I think I think the only thing that can come out of this is hopefully uh, the prices in resale go down, so I can get some shoes. <laughs> Word, I'm, I'm looking. It, it's gonna go from three fifty to uh, one hundred and twenty five dollars, yo. Oh Should've man, been... I'll get like three pair of oh the same God. shoe. 
I'm about five of them shits, yo. What now? It'd be, it'd be come a two for a hundred special, two for a hundred. No, local, it ain't never gonna go down that at far. your local Adidas uh retail store at the mall, your local Adidas outlet. Uh, oh, if they hit the outlets, Yeezy's never hit the outlets. So if, if they, they do, hit the outlets, oh my god, do, bro, it's there's an outlet, there's an outlet two hours away from me. Yeah. There's one literally 20 minutes from me. The, and the Adidas store is always packed. It's the mall where a lot of the tourists come when they yeah. hit America. They, well, here, right? They they think they're in New York, so right. they they'll go to the mall and they show up to the front counter, and they give them like this this book, this thick of coupons for all for all the stores at the mall. Nike, Adidas, uh, True Religion, right? Yeah, it's uh, a it's an outlet mall. Yes. So, but but the catches though, the catches, you have to be a you have to be with a tour group. Oh. It's not just you just shows up. Hey, can I get? No, it doesn't work that way. You have to shop with other people. No, you have to be part of a tour group. Oh. Like those tour, the tour group that give you the tour around the city, New York, what have you. So they'll take them to shop at this outlet, but they don't know that it's New Jersey. They're in, they're still they think they're in New York. Mm. You know. Okay, well, I get what you're saying. That's literally the last thing they do before they get back on the plane and go back home. Gotcha. Because they'll show up. They'll show up with their suitcases and shit, um, with the carry-on bags as they're shopping. Got you. And a lot of these fuckers are wearing Yeezys, uh, True Religion, Givenchy, um, Balenciagas, you name it. They're wearing it. Off-whites. Yeah, all that shit. So there's that. Anyway, let's get back to the match, the I Quit match. All right. A lot of run-ins here. Uh, Dominic Mysterio and the members of the Judgment Day got involved. Uh, Michael Cole, I thought, was the MVP. Of this match with his commentary, he, he was. <laughs> I'd never seen him so mad in my life. Which, not for nothing, it brought me back to old school Michael Cole. Yeah, which I loved to in the early two thousands when he was yeah. doing the, doing the play by play on SmackDown with Taz. Yeah, I think I I haven't seen him this perturbed since Heidenreich was uh, stalking him when he uh, took him in the back room and. uh Sing him a poem. We, we, we ain't gonna go there. We, we not. Uh, <laughs> he uh, sang him a poem in the bathroom stall. <laughs> you know, and I had whispering my... silly nothings in his ear. This is a poem. It's by poem. Heidenreich. Could have been worse, man. He could have. He could have been in this iconic scene in history television and reality TV with my man Buddha yoked up Taylor Made in I Love New York season one. Right. All right. We're going off on another tangent. We're, we're going to the match. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, yes, we are. Yes, we're we are. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Michael comments. Cole. Yeah, Michael Cole was uh, great on the uh, on commentary during this match. Yeah. You calling them the uh, the JV squad just popped me, and plus SmackDown guys Lena Vega and LDF. Yeah. Yeah. Lingado de Fantasma. Word MJF. Not wearing any Yeezy anytime soon. What up, Romeo? How you doing? What's up, Romeo? His commentary is needed. I don't know if anyone can fill his shoe when he leaves. Well, I mean, well, uh, 
there was someone I felt like, and he was doing an amazing job at NXT in 2017, 2018. I don't think Moro could fill his shoes. I think so. I think he could get close, but I don't think he could fill his shoes. It's different. No, but you know what though? It's a different style though. Yeah, it's a different style. I mean, from a straight up, from a straight up, you know, calling match, yeah. Leaps and, and bounds. But from a conversation, he never had a conversation with nobody. He couldn't go back and forth in a conversation with, with anybody. That's why Nigel McGinnis was a great was a great partner for him. Because they had just bounce off each other. Yeah. So Dominic comes into this match, and he again, mind you, Ray comes in. Ray Mysterio is also involved as well, and he's beating up. You know, he he's beating up um, Damian Priest, and then Dominic hits him, and Cole loses it. Loses it. That's your father. <laughs> Come on, what are you doing, kid? Someone just slapped this kid. <laughs> But he's an old school type of shit. Like again, that's the the time that he grew up in. Like, yeah, this kid is a slapping. Like, yeah, <laughs> nowadays you slap a kid, it, it's over, homie. Like, it's yeah, over. yeah, they're calling is on. Yeah, you know. But um, then Rhea Ripley got involved, and Beth Phoenix got involved, and that's when everything just went to shit. And mind, there was a moment where Edge is handcuffed. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is done. This is it. Like, this is how it's going to end. Which I would have been fine with. Right. I would have been fine with. But they had to go the extra out. They had to have Beth Phoenix grab the key, unhandcuff Edge. Well, they had to make it equal. But then it looked like, all right, Edge is going to win. This is, oh, come on. Right. And then it happened. They... Literally laid out, and again, throughout the whole time, Cole's like, Come on, it's okay to quit. No one's gonna look at no, no one's gonna think about you differently, what have you, right? Um, until eventually, you know, they beat up Beth Phoenix so much that Edge had no choice. They yeah, literally had him, they literally were holding him like he was about to go into the fucking uh, you know, into the big house, <sighs> into the slammer. Like you about to throw right. somebody in the prison cell. Like, come on. What do you think I was gonna right. say? Come right. on, Mike. <laughs> and um, they were literally threatening. Beth Fiend was threatening to hit my bad. My bad. Rhea Ripley was threatening to hit Beth Phoenix with the concerto. Eventually right. Edge quit and she still did it anyway. She still did it anyway. That's a that's a great heel. That's a great heel work. What up, What's you my up? boy Blue? Uh, Kevin writes here Survivor Series four on four Judgment Day versus Edge, Edge, Ray, AJ, and Beth. I don't know if they'll have regular Survivor Series matches because they're doing the war game stuff. To me, though, they don't need the war games. I know they don't need the war games, but I don't know if we're gonna get the the traditional Survivor Series matches. I think we will. You think they might have at least, at least if they have one, I would like that one just to be that one match. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, because it all makes sense. Everybody has everybody in that match on the face side have problems with the Judgment Day. Every single yes. person. Um, but not for nothing, the Judgment Day needed to win. Yeah. 
I know Mike, you they didn't want to talk something. about football. I know Mike, you didn't want to talk about football. I know. I know. However, with my boy Blue, you my boy Blue Raids here, totally off topic, but it's a great day. Panthers fired Matt Rule. Did I even pronounce the name the last name right? Rule. No, you Rule. pronounced the name right. That's a miracle. Congratulations. Huh? I was hey, actually shocked. Huh? I'm watching you see, you know, the, 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 damn, I'm watching football now and uh you pronounce your coach's names right or well, ex-head coach. Huh? Word. <laughs> uh good for them. I mean, yeah, they they were terrible. He only won eleven games out of his tenure. I mean, he had a seven year contract. Or he had a long he had a long contract. And, seven year uh, seven year plan, right? Well, yeah, that seven year plan. Hey, yeah, you know, yeah. You know who could use him right now? I think the Lions, yo. No, <laughs> no, no. We have our own problems. <laughs> okay, okay. What do y'all play next? We got a bye week. After that, after that, we play the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I hate, to watch, I hate to watch some tapes. Regroup. Go on a yeah. spiritual training. Yes, all of that good stuff. Off of football, though. Yes. I don't want to talk about the Lions. Hey, listen, man, we might end up losing, though. See, I'm even saying we. Look at this shit. I'm even saying we. And I said I would never refer to a team as we. Hit yourself with the we. With the we uh, clip. You want me to do that, Big Mike? Yeah. We? (laughs) We. Wish, wish the Giants luck next next Sunday. They're playing the Baltimore Ravens. And what they did to um, Joe uh, Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yeah, I, I confuse him a lot. Joe Burrow is some other guy. I don't know why, but I just do. After what they did to Joe Burrow last night. Yeah. Good luck, buddy. But um, the Judgment Day needed this win. They needed yeah. it. They needed something. They needed something. You know what, though? If I had to choose, all right, if someone had to win, someone had to lose between damage control and the Judgment Day, I'm choosing the Judgment Day. Yeah. Judgment Day had to win. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go with that. Ben, yeah, I mean, you could do a match of Survivor Series. I don't oppose it, but I think the money is going to be eventually in Ray finally having no choice but to face his son. And you 100%. know what? And you know what? Do it at WrestleMania. That's what I was getting ready to say. That'll be the best ending to their feud. And then they go in separate a, ways. In a good way for Ray to retire. Yep. He probably won't retire, but he'll probably be like a super part timer. Yeah, like an ambassador, you know, for the Latin market and all that stuff. And you know what? Yeah. He puts over his son on the way out. Yeah. And hands over the mask. Yeah. Or takes the mask. You, you, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Takes you think they'll the go mask. that far? You think they'll go that far? Well, I don't know. I think what he'll probably will do. So let's say it happens. Give me one second, Mike. Take over for a little bit. Take over for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know if they'll go that far. You know, in in him taking the mask off. But uh, that'll be that'll be a good a good thing for. You know, Rey Mysterio and Dominic, you know, they end their whole feud with, I mean, it would have to be a good build up. I would like to see it kind of build up towards Survivor Series. Well, it's already been built up, but I would like to see it continue to build up through Survivor Series, through the Royal Rumble. Had it hit its peak at the Royal Rumble with it just, you know, ending eventually at uh, WrestleMania. 
um, also in the uh, in the uh, the match, uh, the I Quit match. Uh, uh, I thought that that Edge was really gonna. <laughs> I thought he really was going to win that match after he got let out of the handcuffs. So that was. I was like, dude, this is over. Like the the Judgment Day, they they waste all this time switching leaders. Uh, of them losing all the time to Edge eventually um, burying them <laughs> by winning this match <laughs> unrealistically <laughs> having his wife save his life but he ended up trying to save his wife's life and he couldn't even do that uh, and also great selling by Beth. Beth did a good job selling that concerto. One of the best takings of a concerto in a long time. Her hand was was stiff, twitching at some points, lifeless body. It was great, great moment, great, great moment. And uh, it, it was uh, a good win by the Judgment Day. Um, I am back. What it do, baby? I'm back. I'm back. Put up Chiefs, put Chiefs. Uh, um, Comment. Comment. I want to hear your take on that. Uh, why nobody takes advantage of control? Why nobody takes damage control seriously? I, I don't know. I mean, have you seen what happened on Sunday? Have you not? Have even we not before s- Sunday? Even before even Sunday, before Sunday, even before Sunday, they. I think. I think it's because a it's a weird pairing. Um, they don't have chemistry. They never had chemistry. You would think, you know, it was a good moment seeing them come out. And you know what it is? I'm just going to say it's three random people. Yeah, it's three random that have, people. That have nothing in common. Other than exactly. the fact that they were all part of NXT. Right. Of black and gold NXT at one point right. or another. Um, two of them held titles, were champions there. Um, and that was it. That was it. And again, nothing against them. They're all talented individually. Right. Because collectively, it's not it. It doesn't yeah. always stick. You yeah. know, they're not the shield here. And again, I've said this already, and I'm going to say it again. They buried Bailey this past Saturday night. And again, yeah. if there's any other show that will say, oh, you're, they're wrong, they, they, they didn't bury Bailey at all. And to those people, again, if you if you see these shows and they're saying they didn't bury Bailey, I need y'all to ask these hosts this following question. Is it crack, cocaine, or meth you smoke? What type of drugs you want? That's your favorite cliff, ain't it? it that's, all, that's the only person you listen to. <laughs> Not really, dude. I like Ashton Bronson. You're the thing. I said it before, dude. I prefer Tori as an R&B artist, not as a rapper. His beats are fire, though. I like his beats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's it. That's it. Um, Santos Escobar versus Ray needs to happen. Yes, it does. Um, did y'all notice during the Bianca versus Billy match, Michael Cole name dropped Sasha Banks? Did not notice that at all. Did not notice that at all either, no. We had so, it on the uh, volume. Cl- uh, uh, clue number two. Clue number one. Huh? That they mention her name on television. Huh? Okay, this is what Chief asked me. Yo, Steve, yeah. what's your what's your uh, two 
what's your two verdict? What's your verdict on Dominic? Is he is you still think he should go down to NXT? Yes. I thought you said that ship has sailed on the uh, thing. It, it, yes, it has sailed as far as him going to NXT. See, if this was still the black and gold brand, yes, keep him, send him to NXT. Let him feud, let him either a be a part of Legado de Fantasma when they're still a, a young thing over there, right? You want yeah. to make that group legitimate? Holy shit, we have the son of Lucha royalty with us and Dominic. Yeah, right as part of the group, and let him learn under Santos Escobar, because Santos Escobar, King Cuerno, or the fuck you want to refer to him as, been doing the damn thing for a long time. Right, mm-hmm. so, so so as Joaquin Wild, as you know, DJ Z back in the day, what have you. Um, um, the other guy I'm not really familiar with, uh, Raul Mendoza. All right, to be honest yeah. here, um, that was, however, in this new NXT, whatever it is now, right? Right, you can send them down there to get experience. Cause here's the thing about it, yo. Even if he's under, even if he's now a heel, even if he's still, you know, going to be working with his dad, he's yeah. still being held by his dad's hand. Yeah. You want him to finally drop his balls, like, all right, bro, your balls dropped. You're on your own now. That's what it is. And here he is, part of a heel faction, being held by somebody still. Yeah. So I think yes. He should go down to NXT. Let him get some, you know, let him do some matches. Imagine him versus Grayson Waller. Just throwing a name out there. Imagine him versus um, uh, Wesley. Yeah. Him and Carmelo for the North American title? Just saying, man. That would be down to see that? Yeah. And then bring him back up. It's like Austin Theory in 2020. Right. Remember? He had that main yeah. roster run for a little bit, then it last long, had a WrestleMania match, and then went back to NXT. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, but again, that ship has sailed. Is yeah, that, that ship has sailed. Yeah, he's a... Uh, but I get why they just kept him on the main roster. I felt like, you know... They're doing Ray I felt like that he's... Doing Ray a favor. They're yeah, they're doing Ray a favor, and even his training, uh, his two-year, two to three-year training from the age of sixteen to when he debuted, what at nineteen, twenty. That's the thing like too. That, I felt like Ray saw different. something different than him going to developmental and and quote unquote probably stunning his growth. But I feel like that he should go down there for at least promo school. This is another thing too. In my opinion, I think Dom Dom should go down to NXT and work on his body. I don't like. I don't like it either. That and too. I, again, I shouldn't be talking. I should not be talking. We shouldn't be talking. Cause fuck, look at us. You know what I mean? Yeah, Compared, I know. We we killed to have his frame. I had to kill to have his frame. But Dominic is still young. Yeah. It's like yes, I'm here because of my dad. While everyone else had a scratch and claw, bust their ass and train and. But you know, all, look, look at Gunther. Mm-hmm. Gunther before NX, before main roster, he was a you know a thick boy. Yeah, that boy was thick. Yeah, you know, 
And hey, main roster, uh, Vince, hey, listen, we need you to get yourself into shape. Yeah. And it's like for Dom, it's like, yeah, I'm here because of my dad. I don't need to do shit because, hey, I'm here because of my dad. You know why I think he's not really working on his body like that? Because I feel like with his frame, like if he works out consistently, this dude would be massive. He would. And I think also, dude, is that that hairstyle, uh, grow some facial hair a little bit, maybe have a different hairstyle. That mullet is not it for me, bro. I think the mullet is fine. Like you said, grow some facial hair. But I feel like, like I said before, with his frame, this dude can be probably the size of Seth Rollins if he works out. And I don't think he wants to be that size yet because that would take the, like, the Lucha Libre style away from him. But I feel like I feel like he can almost have like an Eddie Guerrero type style. I mean, of course, this is real dad, but... <laughs> But uh, I feel like he can mix the styles. Yeah. And you don't have to be totally like his dad. Because when he does 619s, he's just too big. He's too big to be doing 619s. You know? Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I'm reading the comments here as well. Um, I, still, still, still the same NXT 2.0. Nothing new. Only the logos. Uh, I'd since was around um ldf it would not and would not get the group and probably would get released okay dom has that road dog body type and you know yeah how he looks road like a road dog, dog right now he's working out yeah if he worked but, out he would look like seth rollins or eddie guerrero well I, I, happy belated happy happy belated birthday eddie guerrero by the way yeah viva la rasa Viva La Rasa, man. Viva La Rasa. Let me just check out how old is Dominic Mysterio real quick. I, I want to know here. He's like 24. He is 25 years old, dude. 25. 25. He is so lucky. Yeah. He has no idea. At 24 years old to be here right now in the spot that he's in. Yeah. Listen, I don't want to stay on this shit all, all day but we want to move on here okay um yeah. let's move on to the main event yeah. the fight pit seth rollins pit. versus matt riddle i love the video package before uh yeah. narrated by Errol hawani fucking awesome and you know what i would love and i said this already i'm gonna say it again i want to see more of era or area hawani in the pro wrestling bubble yeah i said this Already, and I'll say it again. If you're a wrestling journalist right now in this pro wrestling media, the last thing you want is for Ariel Hawani to come aboard. Because yeah. the moment that happens, it's a wrap. It's a wrap for a lot of your favorites. Yeah. Besides that, I love that video package. Fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And they had Daniel Cormier as special, you know, guest referee. Yep. Wasn't even a big factor in the match at all. No. My man is enjoying retirement. My man is enjoying retirement right now. Yeah. Literally enjoying his fucking retirement. And deservingly so. Deservingly so. 
when you've done, when you've had the career that he's had, competing in the mixed martial arts, winning a title not just at heavyweight, at light heavyweight, but also at heavyweight to hold on to two belts in two different weight class simultaneously. Yeah, you know. What else can you ask for? You think if he had a third shot at uh, John Jones, would you beat him? No, it's over. That, that, that's <laughs> no, no. That's his kryptonite. <laughs> that's his kryptonite. That's his kryptonite. He will go down at the greatest light heavyweight champion, not named John Jones. You know. Okay. Um, I know I said this joke on the stream, and because throughout the entire night they were showing the White Rabbit and all that stuff. Daniel Cormier looked like he ate the white rabbit. <laughs> he had too many white rabbits he was eating that night. He had a cookout of white rabbits with French fries and uh in a in a in a large cup of pop. Yeah. Hold the ice. Hilarious. It was he hilarious looked, for the moment. He, he looked he like a, he looked like a footlocker manager. Yeah, he looked he looked uh like he, he looked said, like retirement he looked like, is. He looked like he was ready to. He was ready to referee the 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 JV middle school local basketball team at the YMCA. Yeah, he's he's enjoying it. He's enjoying it. I'm I'm happy that they picked him too to make it realistic. They had to. You know what? You want to get a big name in there. I know people were saying Ken Shamrock and Shamrock, but I'm okay with, with Daniel Cormier. And you know what? If Cormac can get himself back into a little bit of shape, yes, I would love to see him in WWE. Do you guys see DC coming to WWE? Doing more with WWE? As an ambassador, I suppose. Because, again, he loves it. Yeah. He loves it. And they put they mentioned that. They mentioned how, again, him and Riddle have that bond being UFC alumni. Right? Yeah. Even though Riddle's time in, in the UFC was short. Yeah. And he was there when Rollins cashed in and he marked out. He was happy about it. I remember CM Punk giving him Rollins' number. Do you think an opportunity presented itself? Do you think that uh, Dana White would let Matt Riddle do a one-off match in the UFC? He doesn't like him. He doesn't like him. Doesn't like him. I mean, I'm sure he's happy for him. Hey, you you found success outside of MMA. But I think he's making. I think Riddle's right now making a lot of good money. Yeah, doesn't need to fucking fight anymore. Yeah, you know, text ha- message a while back, he would get popped like John Jones. He doesn't need to do. He doesn't have to do the real fighting. If you get what I mean. Yeah, he's making more money, punching with an open fist, and taking these bumps than he would be right now cutting weight, training. What have you? You get what I mean? Yeah. So there's that. But this match I thought was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rollins paid homage to Rob Van Dam. Mm-hmm. Had the hair back, the ponytail. Uh, had the things like this, and um, it was a great attire. One of his, I, I wouldn't say one of his best, but I like the attire a lot. It's top ten in the bottom half, though. The top part, uh, you know. If yeah, he kept it on, if he kept that on, I'm like, all right, this is cool. Yeah, yeah. But um, ugh, 
DC wasn't really a big factor in this match at all. No. It's not. Uh, they were fighting on top of the fight pit, and everyone was concerned, like, oh, shit, what, what if something happens? And now I was thinking about that. Like, what if type of scenario? Yeah. There's a moment where they both take a bump off the top. They, they, like, Rollins took, like, a... He took a bump. I'm like, oh, shit, he fucked up his leg. I literally thought that. Yeah. When Riddle did the dive on the top of the structure... Yeah, when he did the senton. The senton, and he landed. It looked like he landed on, on Rollins' knee. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, it's over. Even it's the sound sound like something popped. <laughs> yes, it did. It really... And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I thought the ending was kind of like short because I feel like there was going to be more. But yeah. then it really hit me like, oh, I see why now. Yeah. So Riddle wins via rear naked choke. Right. Made Rollins tap out. And it was a rear naked choke. It was a, uh, it was a triangle. Triangle. Yeah, I'm sorry. Triangle choke. I'm sorry. Triangle choke. Um. Had him in the triangle. Rollins taps out. They're celebrating on the stage area. Rob, my bad. Uh, Riddle and DC. Mm-hmm. Then the lights go out. Yeah. The lights go out and everyone's losing their shit. Pause. Everyone. Pause. The lights pause. go out, but they show the, the copyright, just like how they would do back in the day with the rivalry of uh, Gargano and uh, Ciampa. So you don't turn the TV off once you see that copyright because it's like a Marvel movie. You got to get the end credits, the post credit scene. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Um, and it happened. It fucking happened, it happened. bro. Yep. Live in live in living color. It happened, bro. Really, really good ending. They really turned. Good they, ending. they turned the light. They're playing. He's got the whole world. It is. Everyone had their phones light on and shit, and yeah. they showed in the crowd the live, literally the live members of the Firefly Funhouse. Yep. In live form, so you had Husk as the pig, you had uh, Rambling Rabbit, <laughs> you had uh, Abby. Yep. And you had um, Barry the Buzzard. Did I, I say it right? Bar- I don't think his name was Barry the Buzzard. Yeah. He's a buzzard, buzzard, though. The buzzard, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they had the fiend. The fiend. Everybody went nuts when they saw the fiend because they thought it was him. <laughs> you can tell though, because the hair. Yeah. Those are braids. Those are box yeah. braids. Those aren't yeah. really dreads. Right. But everybody went nuts though. They went ridiculously nuts when they put the fiend face on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone's just going insane, right? Um, they showed this door. Yeah, they showed this door, but it looked like it was part of a tree. Yeah, it had something will wrap built like, up like a, on it, like a rot, like a rabbit hole almost. But it's like a door yeah. almost where you can open it and shit. Yeah. Um, and now came Bray Wyatt, and he got the biggest pop that I've ever heard in a long time. I know yeah. Punk got a big pop when he came back in 2021. But this was their version of that, I felt like. Because I don't want to yeah. say it was better because I don't want to open up a can of worm. I don't want to start a debate here and shit. I don't. Yeah. But this was their CM Punk return. 
and Bray Wyatt coming back for WWE. And uh, he's got like a new mask. I wonder what that mask meant when he had on when he had the the lantern. I don't have the photo on here, but I don't have it. But I know what you mean. Yeah, and uh, and I like that they um, they showed the Firefly Funhouse and all of the puppets like leaned over like their souls have been taken from like puppet form and all the cobwebs looks like it's been like broken into like it's been through like like not kept up yeah and the tv um had like a static message from like a, a a figure and even in the beginning of the show when uh they were uh getting ready to do the, the donny brook match they flashed like the white rabbit and then they showed like the uh, uh um the extreme rules x because x marks the spot and he dived into the x and it like yeah. blood like blood came up from it yes so um so there's uh, there's a photo here that chase sent us in our group chat it's saying each member that portrayed the person that portrayed each character right uh, so husk is the pig was played by joe gacy from nxt okay. right yeah Abby the Witch was played by Liv Morgan. Wow. Yes. The Fiend was played by Dexter Loomis, who also had a role on the show, uh, taking out The Miz with the mascot of the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah. What's the name of that mascot, Mike? Gritty. Gritty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, where is this here? Uh, Ramblin' Rabbit was played by Bo Dallas. Oh, awesome. And the buzzer. Welcome back, Bo. The buzzer was played by Mike, your favorite from NXT. Grayson Wooler. Grayson Wooler, the Wooler experience. And you were right, too, man. You could be a hitman because he was like, that looks like Grayson Waller. It I was, was like, I don't know his body Dude, type like that. Look, look, look at those arms. Just look at that shirt. It's something he would wear. Also on the show, they featured NXT talent sitting in the front row. That's so true. during the fight pit yeah. match, you had you had Braun Breaker sitting at sitting at ringside. During the, during the ladder match for the Raw Miss title, you had Nikita Lyons. Who come on? Who doesn't love yeah. to see Nikita Lyons? Right. Mm. I don't care which. I don't care what her point of views are. Mm. <laughs> you know? Come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on, man. I'm just saying. You fucking mark. Sorry, sorry, okay? Sorry. But you get what I'm saying, though, man. Bray Wyatt's back. Got the biggest pop. What is you know, it been, like thing- a year? It's been a year? It's been a year to change. Yeah. I feel like forever. However, I will say this, you know, let's see what happens now. Because for a long time, people have said, oh, Vince is the reason why Vince has been holding him back for so long. Vince is gone now. Vince yeah. is gone. So if this fails, it's on him. Yeah. Seth Rollins said on the interview with Ariel Hawani that everyone that stepped in the ring with with The Fiend were worse from when they went into it. Yeah. So let's see what happens. Let's see where they go with all this shit. I will say this. I said this on Saturday, 
and I'm going to say it here. And I don't know how you guys feel about this. I know the plan is for Cody to be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns. Right? That's what everyone envisions, right? Mm-hmm. When Cody comes back. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest here. Cody, regardless, is going to be champion. Cody will be champion regardless. Mm-hmm. If they want to do a change, and instead of having it be Cody versus Roman at Mania, and if you want to go with Bray Wyatt versus Roman at Mania, I'm all for it. I would not be opposed. Because after all, it was Bray Wyatt who lost to Roman Reigns. Yeah. Almost two plus years ago. Yeah. What do you think about that, Mike? Would you agree with that? Would you be? Would you oppose? Would you oppose to that, or you know? I wouldn't oppose. Uh, it all has to depend on what direction they put him in, um, and what direction they put Cody in. If they meet, if they meet, cool. Which would be full circle. Which would be full circle. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Awesome sauce. But uh yeah, but um if they decide that he will be the one to take the titles off of Roman, cool. That means that you're gonna take him serious. That means all of this wasn't for nothing. He's he's um he's he's a good candidate to take you know world titles. I mean he's a former WWE champion. Exactly. So it's not like they're giving it to a scrub. We know what he's capable of. We know what he can do. Yeah. We know what he can do in the ring. So I don't oppose at all. I do not oppose. So that was Extreme Rules, man. I thought overall it was a good show. Um, If anything to go back and watch from the show is... The first match in the main event. And then Bray showing up. Yep. Everything else, I'm not saying it was bad, but it was just like there. With yeah, the it except, was there. You know, again, skip the living skip living Rhonda. And I guess if you are a diehard Bailey fan and you just can't help but to see Bailey get buried, then skip that match too. You know? Um the I quit match, just watch the ending of it. The strap match, watch the first part. So there's that. Tonight's the season premiere of Monday Night of Monday Night Raw, the DX reunion. We'll see what happens with that tonight. Um, before we go, before we wrap this up, I do want to mention this real quick. Um, some New Japan news. Um, New Japan has crowned, has um, presented a new championship. The NP, the NJPW World. Uh, TV championship, which is going to be matches that only take fi- that that are fifteen minute time limits. Yeah. So, uh, that's what's going to happen. Matches for the television championship will have fifteen minute time limit, which adds a, a sense of urgency and uh, heightens the fast paced element that are that they are striving for. They will also focus on younger wrestlers as well as having the belt defended on in smaller towns that don't often see title defenses. 
A tournament will be held to crown the first champion starting on October 14th. Semifinals will take place on the November 3rd, uh, on November 3rd in Osaka, with the first champion being crowned at Wrestle Kingdom 17. I'm not gonna lie, that is one ugly looking belt. <laughs> Very ugly. Ugh. Yeah. Look yeah, at it doesn't shit. it doesn't uh color scheme wise it looks okay, but overall I give it a, a D plus. It looks like something a throwback belt that you would see back in the day in the territories. Yeah. But it just it's just not with today's times. Yeah, I give especially, it a plus. Especially the color of that strap. I mean, I don't mind the color of the strap, but I think the overall shape. It just looks incomplete. Yeah. I give it a D plus. Maybe if you color it a little bit, you know. But yeah, there's that. Um another photo of them holding on to it. Like, yeah, bro. That ain't it, homie. Also, the main event is official. It's going to be Jay White defending the IWGP World Heavyweight Chief. Look at that beautiful belt right there. God damn, yo. I don't like that one either. I don't mind. It grew on me. It grew on me. Uh, versus Okada, where Okada will win. And there's that. Um, That belt looks like... uh. It got pulled from someone's closet from the 70s from you, my boy, Blue. Yeah, man, you're not wrong. Uh, they did them wrong from how that they did them wrong from how the belt look. Yep. Uh, so the report about Liv going dark, darker might be true. That may be true, man. It may be true. Also, again, if you didn't mention it already, happy birthday, Tony Khan. He turns uh, 40 years old today. The one, the only, uh, the great uh, Tony Khan. What the fuck? My bad, my bad. I'm sorry, Tony. He's probably watching right now, and you know, he looks happy. Look at him. He he looks happy as shit, bro. Look at him. He looks excited. Look, he looks happy as hell, bro. What do you think, Mike? Yeah, he looks all right. You know what we should do, man? We should sing a happy birthday, yo. No, yes, we should. Right? What happy? No, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Uh, Frantic World, Frantic World writes here. NJPW is the only company that has too many titles. LOL. Yep. Couldn't agree yeah. more. Could agree more. Well, I'll tell you guys what, man. Um, we're gonna wrap things up here. I want to thank you all for tuning in live for this afternoon impromptu edition of Around the Point Extra. This has been your Extreme Rule 2022 review. Uh, we back live this Friday. Back to our regular programming. This coming Friday, okay? Um, so there's that. So make sure, again, if you are new to the channel, hit that subscribe button down below. Give the video stream a big old thumbs up. Share it through social media and all that fun stuff, bro. All right? Uh, hit that bell notification. You'll be notified when I go live and when I upload a video on this channel. I'm hoping Liv gets the, gets the same person in creative that is doing that is doing for the Bray storyline. Great review, guys. See you on the next one. Thank you, Frantic World. Big Mike, let them know where they can check you out. What you got going on this week? Yeah, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at DetroitGamer313. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing uh, Monday Night Football tonight. I think I'm just going to chill today. Um, Who's playing today, Mike? Uh, I think the... I think the Chiefs Who is playing today. I think the Chiefs played today. They played yesterday, right? 
give me give me a sec. Let me see the plays. But but I don't know if I'm gonna I don't know if I'm gonna do that uh, today. Uh, well, it's also according to multiple sources, the Good Brothers of Luke Gallows and Doc and Luke Gallows, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson are believed to be WWE bound. Awesome. I would like them back in WWE <laughs> at least to work with the Judgment Day. Yeah. You don't want them to be all elite, bro? All elite. <laughs> No, because they're goofy outside of <laughs> WWE. Uh, outside of WWE, they're a bunch of goofballs. It's the uh, yes, yeah, the Chiefs and the Raiders tonight on ESPN. Okay. I might watch the game, man. I might watch the game. I might skip Monday Night Raw tonight. I'm kidding. I don't know. Depends really. No, I'm watching Raw tonight. I kind of want to see what's happening for DX. For DX, DX too. Yeah, DX. Just to see this if they mentioned. If they'd be like, oh, where's Billy? It's like, oh, he's scissoring somebody in, a, in, a, in a, another town. Probably. Or maybe see that interaction between <laughs> the bloodline and DX. That'd be cool, too. Listen, just give me X-Pac and Sami Zayn on the mic. Give me but that. I don't think I don't think with Triple H's condition, mm-hmm. I don't think he wants to get physical. He won't get, have to get physical. You don't have to. Doesn't have to be physical at all. Doesn't have to be. But anyway, we'll see how that goes. I want to thank you all again for tuning in. You guys can check me out on all social media at Heel Steven. That's Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. All right. Um, maybe Bray Wyatt. Who knows? Who knows? But we, we'll be back this coming Friday for our regular podcast around the point and see what else happens in the world of wrestling and all that fun stuff. But for myself, for Big Mike, I want to thank you all. And as always, guys, take care. And we'll see you all on Friday for Around the Point. Peace out, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your week. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Point.